Are you tired of putting yourself last? Of taking care of everybody else's needs and powering through to meet the next set of impossible standards? In our fast-paced society, we lose touch with our intrinsic worth, with the ability to value ourselves for who we are right now. Instead of living life exhausted, frustrated, and disconnected from your authentic self, maybe it's time to put yourself back in the life you've worked so hard to create. Join radio host and life choreographer Laura Cheadle and learn how to build your dreams and live your sparkle using the five steps of flaunt. Find your fetish, laugh out loud, accept unconditionally, navigate the negative, and trust in your truth. Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I'm Laura Cheadle, and we are going to get our sparkle on today. If you've been listening to my show for a while now, you know that I love angels, that I love spiritual things, that I love miracles and magic and all of the glittery, wonderful, sparkly things that go on in our world that we don't exactly know what they're about or where they come from or why they happen. And today's guest is one of those incredible guests who is also into angels. She is so into angels that she is the founder of the Angel Alchemy Academy. Oh, yes. She is also an international best-selling author. She's a licensed psychotherapist. She's a speaker, a healer, a teacher. I mean, just all of those things that make you go, ooh, I want to know this woman. Her newest book is The Angel Experiment, a 21-day magical adventure to heal your life. And just so you know, I am on day two, and so far, it's phenomenal. She teaches others all over the world how to awaken their spiritual gifts, heal their lives, and discover their true purpose by working with the angels and the divine. Now, she teaches by bridging others with direct mystical experiences, I can't even talk, I'm so excited, excessive amounts of laughter, down-to-earth spiritual wisdom, ritual, and powerful energy medicine to awaken the heart, the mind, and the soul. Are you as excited as I am to have a conversation with her? I hope so. With that, welcome to the show, Corinne Grillo. Oh, thank you so much. It's great to be here. Oh, I can't wait to learn more about you. Let's just let's just dive right into the juicy stuff, okay? Miracles. Is there such a thing as a miracle? Yeah, there's a lot of things uh, along the lines of miracles, and some of them are fantabulous and fantastical. And some of them are more subtle. So you have to really learn to pay attention to those ones. Absolutely. I love that you said that. So why, why is something just not a coincidence or a random happening? Why is it a miracle? Well, yes. Okay. So, so when we were young, we got the magic knocked out of us at a very young age. I mean, they even took away recess. Who does that? Uh-huh. When did they do that? So horrible. So we grew up in a world where only the rational 
world lived. However, that was not the way the world always worked. That's just the last few hundred years that we've been overly focusing on linear thinking and logic and science um, and forgetting about our deeply deep connection with nature, with the divine, and with our own uh, intuition and, and uh, opening. So, so learning to not see synchronicities or uh, wonderful things that happen to you, learning to stop seeing those as coincidences and to start seeing them as magical support from your invisible posse, I find has been life-changing for me and for the people that I've worked with all over the world. Yeah. Oh, so much so. And you know, you said miracles can be big and they can be small and they can be anywhere in between. And what I notice, and you talk about this in your book as well, which I, I really love that book. When you start noticing them, you notice more of them. And it's kind of a, I don't even know the word because it's not really a self-fulfilling prophecy, but it's a self- Gosh, I don't even I don't even know the word. It makes you feel so special because all of a sudden you realize, "Oh, I'm sitting around being grouchy and there's amazing stuff happening all around me and I am special and I do live in a magical universe." And it's not linear and it's not non-recess driven. It's way more fun than I'm giving the world credit for. Yes. So true. So true. Yeah. Yeah. It just takes a little, little bit of effort to start piecing those little instances together. And when you do, you start building this wonderful tapestry of support and magic. And wow, I was just thinking about that person and then they call me. Um, and if you really line up all the cool things that have happened for us and the, the random support that's come our way when we didn't know it was on its way, just when we needed it, it's pretty amazing um, what can happen, but it takes a little mind shift. Yeah, it sure does. So have you been this magical your whole life? Have you always just been floating along, aware of the miracles? How did you first enter this state? <laughs> yeah, yes, I've always talked to angels. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not one of those people, okay? My life was pretty rough in the beginning. So uh, so maybe I would say the first three decades was really 90% um, suffering and and just trying to make trying to make sense out of this place and and mostly wishing that each day would be my last and that those were really my prayers for uh, especially through my teens my 20s and half of my 30s so no i was not uh, born this way this is not anything that i thought was possible at all and uh, it really happened to me abruptly this whole angel thing and as a matter of fact it happened so abruptly that i was embarrassed to talk about the miraculous stuff that was happening in my life uh, because i knew it sounded crazy wow okay so well what, how did that what is that miracle what is that thing that you didn't want to tell people because it sounded crazy yes well um during a really rough period in my life, um, and I'm a, I'm a psychotherapist, so I was you know working in one of the one of the uh, downtrodden areas in Los Angeles, and uh, I was working too much, and I had a child at home, and my marriage was on the rocks, and for, my house was going into foreclosure, and all the things, and so it was it was just too much. I was uh, being stretched and really wanting to like if not die, at least get hospitalized for something so that I can <laughs> just check <laughs> out. <laughs> a break. Sometimes you just need a hospitalization to give you the break that you crave. Right. So, 
there, especially yes. your parents. Come on. So, uh, <laughs> so, so anyways, a friend of mine bought me a angel healing. I didn't really know what that was. Uh, but she didn't know what I was going through. She didn't know that I'd suffered as much as I was suffering. No one did back then. Um, and, uh, and so I was like, okay, yeah, let's go see a psychic. That sounds fun. And the, the session was super powerful. And the things that the woman said to me, things no one should have ever known. And the most interesting part of it is that I started having, um, feel, like I started feel, being able to feel things, feel presence and feel energy moving in my body. And when I left that session, I felt lighter and brighter. And so I was like, okay, this is significantly not how I usually feel. So I'm really curious about these angels. So I, uh, as I was leaving the session, I was like, wow, I really wish I could do cool things like that. Like that was super cool. And I'm a psychotherapist, right? So I like helping people, but right. I just didn't think that, you know, I was capable of that. And she said, you know, Shush, you're totally capable of it, but you know, just talk to your angels as if they're real. Um, you know, like they're right there hanging out with you. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. So when I did all these synchronicities started happening, the angel synchronicities that I talk about in the book and, um, and it started, life started feeling really playful all of a sudden. And and like I had these new friends to talk to and they were answering me back in little ways, those little synchronistic ways, like a truck driving by with angel wings right when I'm talking to them. And, and uh, you know, I remember license plate saying angel, the word angel in it and turning on the radio and like an angel song is on. And it's like, whoa. Um, but what really happened, the thing that really let me know it wasn't just my imagination was that I was driving down the road, driving through the hood and, um, going to a client's house and, a, and as I was driving, it was broad daylight, a, a bird fell from the sky, dropped in front of the, on the ground, right in front of my car. So I hit the brakes and I drove around it. And I just, re, there was just a crazy feeling because I was just having like a few days of bliss. I was blissed out for the first time probably ever in my life. And then all of a sudden it's like this bird drops from the sky and I see it and it's got this mangled wing and it's trying to push itself up. And it just felt really like weird. It was like, yeah. a, like, okay, that's, that's just weird and not the right vibe right now. It's, just, it's not what I'm trying to rock right now. And so I didn't want to get out of the car because I was in the hood, right? And right. I was like, not a bad, it's a bad area. You don't just walk around if you don't know anybody on that particular block. So, so there you have it. I did what I, my new trick, which was calling the angels and asking angels for help. Cause I was I didn't know what to do. And so I asked the angels to take him out of its suffering. And as I drove around the bird, I looked in the rear view mirror. And, um, and as I watched, a tiny bird jumped up from the body of that bird and flew away. Then a second one jumped up from the body of that bird and flew away. And then a third bird that was a little tinier, a little darker, smaller, a little more wobbly, jumped up from the body of that bird and flew away. And what was left on the ground was nothing. Nothing ah! was left on And I saw that mangled little wing. I'm telling you, I saw it with my own eyes. And the original bird was about pigeon size, pigeon size. And these little birds that were popping out of its body were like um, maybe about two or three inches big. Right. They were small birds. And so I, I didn't know what the, what to make of it. So I didn't care that I was in the hood at that stage. I got out of the car to go check to see if that bird was still there and it was gone. Oh and my gosh. I know. And I could feel the presence like, like, um, you know, the presence was really powerful. It's all this, uh, it's like this feeling of joy and love and like, 
you know, this, these emotions or feelings humans often don't have words for because we haven't experienced those things yet. So it was, um, it was like that. And I could feel a presence with me that was powerful. And that presence stayed with me. And as it did, it was like my life started transforming in radical ways, mostly because I could hear the different voice inside of me that was not trying to tear me down, but it was trying to give me hope and trying mm. to inspire me to live differently, to think differently and to make different choices that I was making. Like I was choosing to suffer, doing a lot of doing too much. And it started inspiring me to learn more about angels even though it's so like not on, on the topic du jour, no, you know, wasn't on the, yeah. on the, on the plate. So that's what started. And that started this, um, um, a domino effect in my life of, of awesomeness. And, uh, that miracle is just the first miracle that happened. There's a lot of things along the way that were like, Whoa. And now the biggest miracles that I get to witness are the miracles of the people that are, uh, doing this angel stuff with me all over the world or reading the book or, and hearing their stories. I mean, I'm getting stories in every day about cool things that are happening for people. So that was just one miracle. So that's how it started. It started like, bam, Shazam, smack me upside the head. We're real. And exactly. I had to cope with it. Okay. You guys are real. All right. right. I'll, I don't know what to do about it, but I'll do something. Wow. And it seems like fairly quickly from, oh, I don't know, I'm not feeling that great to, ooh, I'm blissing out and the angels are real, to bam, you've got this angel empire now. You've got this book, you've got people. That was a pretty big leap for a psychotherapist to make. What, what went on in your mind? How did that leap take place? Well, it wasn't one leap. It was like a lot of little mini action steps that I was guided to take. And many of them were not believable to my rational mind, but it was like they would give me inspiration. And I remember the scariest, one of the scariest ones. Well, there's a couple scary ones. One is coming out of the spiritual closet and, you know, letting go of my angel shame and start, start saying the world with the word angels out loud to yes. people. <laughs> yes, I can relate. As a lawyer, I'd be like, and I'm getting angel guidance in the courtroom. Don't say that, Laura. Don't say that. No, you just got to delete that, you know? And so, yeah, you know, you know, towing the, bridging the, the gap between this radical log logical world uh, that we grew up in, we got educated and all this stuff. And I, you know, the second I started talking to angels, I was so afraid of being not just ridiculed, but like, dis yeah, I don't know, all the dis disses, just so right. dis professionally and, and all of that stuff, you know, because, you know, I was a professional. And when I started learning about angels and even investing and learning about angels, my husband would be like, what the hell? It was like, what are you, what are you doing? Right. And, you know, it's, do, you, or do you plan on being an angel healer? And I'm like, oh, heck no. No. Not, <laughs> no, I just have to do it. I don't know why. <laughs> right. And right. We'll right. see what happens. So little mini things. I think that if they show, sometimes when spirit is really working through you, they'll show you little mini things to do. But if you see the big picture too soon, you'll run for the hills. I know yes. in my case, I would have. Yes. So, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, so that, that's one. And then another big one was when they said, okay, you're done with prior practice. You need to close your office. And I was like, but this is like supporting my family. This is my bread and butter. And it was working for me. It's not like it was miserable. I loved the work that I was doing, but it was just when it's time, it's time. So taking leaps of faith was a real big part of it, but mostly mini shifts along the way. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I liked what you said about coming out of the spiritual closet because a lot of my listeners are spiritual. There's some people who are religious. There's some people who are spiritual. And there's a lot of people who listen to the show who are also just curious that they know there's something out there, but they're not exactly sure what it was and they're not sure who to contact and they're not sure kind of where to go. Do you have any insight or helpful tips for listeners who might be thinking, I don't know about this. Tell me more about the angels and what does this whole thing mean? Okay. So, I mean, so, so their question is, tell me more about angels or their the question, actually both. The question would be, where do I go to learn more? How, how do I find out reputable information? How, how do I explore and move into this? Because it sounds interesting but I don't really know how to find out more. Yeah. So usually like people who, who angels are really calling, they get their little spidey senses start turning on. They get, they feel this energy about them. Like, Ooh, that's exciting. Oh, I love angels. Ooh, this sounds good. But they still might have angel shame. They're not going to tell anybody else, but, (laughs) but they just feel it. So if that's happening for you, if you're curious, if your senses are peaked, if there's this opening, then the best place to start is, I feel like you, you Google it, you can go find books about it. I mean, my whole career is like teaching people about this stuff. So you can go to also my website, but really you, you will be guided into the pathways that are right for you. And uh, I, I know I was, and, and, you know, I, I think as long as you have a will to learn more, you can learn more. Um, and there's all kinds of uh, different resources. And I feel like people talking about angels, everybody has a different vibe. So just find someone you have a good, a good connection with that you like, okay, I dig what this person's saying. <laughs> I, I believe them. Because um, not every, as we know, not every teacher, people who talk about this is made for everybody. You got to find your own unique kind of path. Right. Oh, I love that you said that because that is so true. And then would you be willing to give the listeners just a down and dirty primer on who are these angels anyway? Yeah. You know, here's the thing is that the the, the angels, it depends on who you ask who the angels are. But my perspective, because the angels, when I encountered angels, I was not a religious person, is that angels go beyond religion that they are ancient and their presence has been talked about since ancient times in all cultures, in all religions. And they all agree that there are benevolent beings that are here to support us. And, and many, some people call them messengers. If you're looking at it from the Judeo Christian uh, background, they're messengers. Uh, But, but you know, whether they're indigenous religions or, or major religions, there's angel experiences, many, some of the major religions were founded on angel experiences, you know, right. or, or di- direct communication with spirit. Right. I like that a lot. Thank you for that. Now, your book is The Angel Experiment, a 21-day magical adventure to heal your life. And as I said in the intro, I I haven't finished my whole 21 days yet, but I, I, I'm actually only on day two, but I love it. Um, The premise of the book, and and you can go into further details, but it's, first of all, learning a little bit about who the angels are, 
like what you're saying, these benevolent beings out there to help guide and support us. And then just shifting our mindset around to be aware of them, to set an intention for something that we want to shift in our own life, and then to invoke the angels. And then over the next 21 days, seeing what happens. Is Did this book come from you know, practices that you did with your clients? How does this concept, how did this concept take root? Yeah, this, this particular one was my first 21 day adventure. Okay. So this started as a course that I released internationally and essentially the angels stopped me in my tracks. I was just going to do another project and they say, no, there's something first that needs to happen. And so, so I was like, okay, what is it? And so they showed me a 21 day and it's like an angel ritual. And it's during the, it first came in through the holiday season season. And it was a program called angel miss. We're actually doing it right now um, in our community, but it was first received as 21 gifts that spirit would like to give humans. And so, yeah, so it was like gifts and, and it's like, you know, gift giving season during December. And so we want to give you gifts and the way they framed it was like, it was an angel holiday. So it was the first time um, that they had me kind of really sit and do uh, different archangels or angels will come through different energies and, and emanations. And so day one starts with opening up to miracles, right? So, so it is a step by step by step. Each day was guided. I was channeled, and actually, I I was even, um, you know, a little. I would battle the angels a little bit. Like, are you sure you don't want to put in forgiveness? I mean, come on, you're like, right. no, no. And I'm like, well, what kind of angels are you? Don't want forgiveness. So, like, we kind of like have a rapport, right? Yes, I I get that. <laughs> like, come on, you know. So it was a negotiation, definitely a co-creation. Um, I, I had some creative freedom as well, but uh. But yeah, so there's the first time we did this 21 day ritual. And I'll tell you when we did it online, well, we did it online and the, the amazing stuff that started to happen for people. I was just like, you angels, you always come through. Cause I wasn't sure if it would, it was totally going to work. I was just doing what I was told, you know? Right. So, um, uh, and again, it's little mini leaps of faith. That's what's, what's required here. So that's how it started because it like went, it caught on wildfire and people were having such amazing things. And and I'm always looking for a serious angel party to throw people. And that was my first extreme angel party. And so um, just a couple of years ago, they started guiding me to create a book out of it. Nice. Nice. Okay. I was just going to backtrack on something. The word international has come up several times here. Interna- international angels. <laughs> I just keep thinking <laughs> You know, my show is heard all over the world. There is that international flavor. But what I really like about that is, and you mentioned this earlier, angels bridge all cultures, all religions, all colors, creeds, sexual orientations, preferences, you name it. It really is an international, all-encompassing, global thing. And I just had to pause on that because I find that amazing because there's not much in our world that can truly unify us the way angels can. Oh, wow. What's it, what an interesting perspective. Yeah. I, I, I'm just saying from being down on the ground and from what I've seen, it's absolutely true. I, we've had uh, Muslims join us and, and, and no one's trying to change anyone's religion. Oh, it's just, 
you know, in, in enlisting the extra support that we're, it's our birthright. We get, we get this. We were given this, like, say yes, yes. use it. <laughs> uh, all of us on the planet, we get it. Yes. And so, uh, so we've, you know, worked with Muslims and, and uh, Jewish people, Christians, uh, lots of indigenous uh, folk. And so everybody, you know, it's so interesting. You're right. It's a unifier. People perk up. They're like, oh, angels, interesting. And so I do like love to demystify the notion that angels are just for Christians. They, they are for everyone. Yeah. I love that. So on this 21 day journey, you also have some MP3 files that you've got for people to listen to um, in the book. And, and I love that. I was like, Oh, a download. I'm going to go get my download. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit more about those downloads and how, how that works with us, this 21 day journey? Right. Okay. So, so each day you'll get an invocation, which is kind of like a prayer, but very different from a prayer. And then, so you recite that. And then with the work that I've learned in working with angels is that it's so important to shift our energy body. Remember that first energy healing that I had. Mm -hmm. So I've incorporated essentially everything I could that I know works powerfully and put it all in each day. So we do an invocation, a powerful way to call in angels is through invocation. And then the meditations are essentially energy healings, energy healings through working with source and, and angels to help mostly detox us from the crustola that we've accrued over this lifetime and quite possibly other lifetimes. Yes. So, um, so we do, it's a, like a level of detox, but also reconnecting you with like things that are beautiful to help you build that new foundation, which the angels are so great with, you know, as I mentioned earlier, working with the angels really changed, wasn't just the, the miracle of the bird dividing into three, which was like pretty crazy, but, but what it did to my heart and my mind was pretty awesome, right. uh, pretty abrupt. And it, it lasted is the thing. Yes. It lasted. So that's what, what we're trying to do. Angels are, are amazing at doing that kind of thing. Yeah. And I just got something. This is just my little intuitive question that I'm just going to shove right in here. The bird divided into three. It's like the Trinity. I, I, had, I hadn't thought about that until just this moment. And then I was like, Ooh, oh, well, you know what? I didn't even here, check this one out. Okay. You know what? I didn't even say in the book because I've had to think about like why three tiny birds. Okay. This is yeah. not a miracle I've ever heard of anywhere. I know I'm not picking it up from a movie. Like it's right. really unique. But why three? But I have to tell you about this part that I don't mention in the book um, is that when I was on a table and she was doing her energy healing work, she touched my left shoulder and she said, do you have a bad shoulder? And I said, yes. And she said, that's where your angel wing was clipped and you're carrying a lot of rage in, oh. your, <laughs> in, in your shoulder about not, not being in heaven or not being, you know, on the, doing, doing your angel party anymore. And so I didn't think much of it, right? It's like, okay, what, whatever. People say what they're going to say. But like, here's the bird. Wow. And I didn't even realize it when I saw the bird. It took me a while to go, holy mackerel, there's a bird with this mangled wing and da 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 da, da. Who knows what that all means? Some of you might, might uh, you intuitives may get a good hit, hit on that. There's a lot of layers there. There's a lot of layers. I mean, hence, you know, this is divine, the divine works in metaphor, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was physical. It looked physical. I was not seeing apparition. 
Oh no. No, no light around it. It was a bird. It divided into three. <laughs> I love that. I mean, on so many levels, you know, I'm thinking like that, the bird and the wings, the Holy Trinity, body, mind, spirit. There's just so much there. And I love that. Yeah. So cool. Right. And you know, it, it's just, it was, it, it changed, it changed everything. It changed yeah. my life. It, 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 and it wasn't just the miracle. It was the energy that happened around that miracle that it was like, I was part of that bird and my heart, mind, and body just went. Yes. <laughs> Shazam. Yeah. Everything was like Shazam. And yeah. And then my spiritual gifts started opening. And like I said, I could start hearing uh, a different voice that was mm-hmm. guiding me good things. That's amazing. Okay. Now I want to take everything that you have shared, which is a pretty miraculous, wonderful story. And I want to walk you through the five steps of flaunt and have our listeners hear how that kind of plays out in your life. But before we do, I want to take a moment and I want to play a couple of those meditations, invocations from your book. So the listeners right now today can get a sense for what those are like. And they can also, like you said earlier, get rid of some of that crestola that they have been building up and detox themselves. So even if they don't have the book and the meditations and invocations today, at least we can get rid of some of those layers right now and start feeling better. So give me a second. I'm going to get those put on. And then right after that, we will jump into the five steps of flaunt. Dear God and creator of all that is, Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, and all the holy orders of the angels, I open myself up to you now today to receive all of the miracles that my life has to offer me. I believe in miracles and I ask that any blocks that stand in my way of truly experiencing miracles to be dissolved and transformed to the highest light. I thank you so much for all your help, dear angels. And now I want you to sit and breathe and imagine that Archangel Michael and Archangel Metatron are there opening up your body and clearing off anything that you don't need, anything that you're willing to release today to open you up more to miracles. So just sit and breathe. Energy moves through our breath. So your breath is really important. And your only job right now is to sit and witness as we send the angels to you to clear out the gunk that's blocking you from seeing a full expression of miracles in your life. And as they lift, any heaviness or blocks from you, I want you to imagine that they're filling you up with the energy of miracles. I want you to imagine what that color or what those colors are for you. And go ahead and witness your body getting filled with that color. Not just your body, but the space around your body. Allowing that color to fill your whole body, all the cells of your body. And now you're going to let that color spread out, spill out into the room that you're in or into the environment that you're in. And watch that energy move through your home, your work environment, your vehicles. And everywhere that you go on a daily basis, we want to infuse your whole world with miracles and the energy of miracles. I'm going to do some theta healing downloads for you. Say yes to the following if you'd like to be connected with these feelings. 
Miracles are real. Say yes if you want that. I know how to be a powerful witness of miracles in my life. I am a conduit for miracles. I believe in miracles. I'm worthy of receiving miracles in my life. I know how to receive miracles in my life. I am a miracle. Thank you, angels, for permeating the energy of miracles in my life, in my body, in my heart, in my mind, and in the world around me. And I ask for miracles to multiply in my life so that I can see them, feel them, and experience them at the perfect pace for me. Thank you, Archangel Michael and Archangel Metatron. So when you're done witnessing your whole space get filled up with this beautiful light of miracles, you can slowly and gently bring yourself back. Feel free to witness and experience this meditation as often as you like today. May miracles come to you in all of the vivacious and delicious forms that they can happen. Keep your eyes peeled and we'll chat tomorrow. Angel Juju coming at you. Dear God, dear creator of all that is, Archangel Uriel and Raziel, I ask you now for your help today in breaking down my limited thinking and illusions so that I can clearly understand and trust the divine guidance and signs that I'm seeing from my angels. I also ask that you lift and open my understanding of spiritual truth to its highest possible place for me at this time. Thank you so much, Creator. Archangel Uriel and Archangel Raziel and all the other helpers. So as you put your awareness onto your crown chakra, you're just going to imagine Archangel Uriel and Raziel coming to you and giving you an attunement towards divine understanding. Keep breathing. And I want you to imagine that as you breathe with every exhale, you're letting go of limiting beliefs that are blocking you from getting the true understanding that is available to you at this time. That's blocking you from your true divine genius. So just breathe and watch as this work happens. And as this happens, I'd like to connect you with what it feels like to truly trust what you receive, to trust what you know, and to trust your understanding. Permission to connect you with that? Say yes or no. And what it feels like to know things instantly, what it feels like to be able to interpret angelic signs instantly. Permission? And how to be a conduit for divine inspiration and spiritual understanding with flow and ease. Permission for that. I know what it feels like to be a genius. I have genius. Permission. I know what it feels like to live without confusion and to have clarity in my life. Permission. I know how to live with clarity. I know how to embrace clarity. Clarity is mine. Permission for that.
Everywhere I look, I see the signs of the divine and I understand them. I know what it feels like to have understanding that defies logic, that defies space and time, permission. I know how to allow my divine wisdom, my divine genius to flow through me easily, permission. And with these new thoughts and feelings coming to you now, I want you to invite them in and get a sense of your crown chakra opening up and getting attuned to these new frequencies. We thank you, guides and angels. We thank you, Archangel Uriel and Archangel Raziel. We thank them for coming today. And we ask that many blessings and much understanding come to you today. Look for flashes of insight that come to you and make sure to write those down. Angel Juju coming at you. And that first step is F, it's find your fetish. And fetish is that thing that you deliciously love, that thing that you think that you need, that thing that is just makes you so happy, you could weep with joy. What is your fetish or what are your fetishes? Okay, this is probably going to come off a little bad, but my children's buns. I find them so delicious. I bite them. I I rub them up. Yeah. They know it's a thing. They know it's like, okay, do not be walking around the house. If you're just going to have like, if you're going to put on your little tight little pants or like, I'm just going to come and just give you a little pinch. I can't help it. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I can't. It's, It's a thing. It's a known thing. And my kids know that sometimes I'll even like go crazy for other people's kids' buns because they're chubby. They're cute. Squishy and cute. And they'll look at me like, Mom, I know what you're thinking. Mom, no. Mom, <laughs> no. Back down. <laughs> step off, Mom. Step off. That's, you know, and I'm like, I know. Okay, talk me down, girls. Talk me down. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I just love them. I love kid buns and animal buns, too. Animal yeah. buns, they, they just, they just, I, I could spend days, days looking at them. I love that. I love that. And then how have the angels helped you develop that love, that joy, that fun, bun pension attitude? Well, I think in general, their, their whole mission is to help us be joyful and to quit. Ju- the other part is to quit judging ourselves when we're having our human moments. Um, and so it's, it's just, they're all about joy. So they, they celebrate anytime, um, I feel like we are, or I am experiencing joy. They probably want me to do it a lot more. They don't want me to work as hard as I work with yes. the family and with all that stuff. But um, yeah, they're always, they're instigators of joy. Yes, they are. And that moves right into the second step of flaunt, which is laugh out loud. And I know your website talks about your humor and your laughter. And I just, I just want to hear your whole take on laughter and joy because some listeners might be thinking, Corinne, Laura, Angels are serious. Why are you laughing with angels? So I just want to hear all of your take on laughter and joy. 
You know what's so funny? I have a friend who, uh, she wasn't a friend at the time, but I let her do, like I had her do an angel healing on me. This is like years back. And she, she, she rolls tight with Archangel Michael. That's her like head honcho. Got it. And I just said a couple things in the session and she stopped and she's like, oh my God, I have never heard Archangel Michael laugh out loud. Like he's, he's so, he's such a warrior. He's so serious. So she was like, I am jealous. He's laughing at your jokes, but he never laughs at me. So, uh, so yeah, I mean, um, laughing, I feel like is really part of the core of my medicine. Um, because, and I can even remember at a, at a young age, I think the moments when really bad things were happening in our family, there's a lot of abuse and, and alcohol and drugs and like just a lot of stuff. Um, those, the key moments that would rise up to heal us was laughing inappropriately at in, in inappropriate moments. And yes, and I would often be the one that was saying the inappropriate thing, but speaking the truth, because that's the nature of humor is like there's truth in it. Um, and so it's just part of my medicine. It helps me through my darker periods. It's, oh, it's always been a part of me. It's nothing new. Um, and I love what I love about working with angels is that they don't require me to be serious or stiff. And I'm allowed to be all of me, uh, even when I talk about them. And all of me sometimes includes cussing like a truck driver. And, and I have never gotten the feeling that that was not okay uh, from them. And I have gotten the feeling it's not okay from other people. Right, <laughs> like, right. It seems particularly unholy, but it's based on whose rules. It's just a bunch of dudes that came up with rules for us. Like, I'm not listening to dudes. I'm listening to spirit. Right. Right. And I love that. And that also kind of ties in with what you said earlier about finding somebody who resonates with you. Because I think a lot of the reason that a lot of people have pulled away from religion or spirituality or whatever it is, is because they're too boxed in by rules. And you know, that's a lot of my work. It's flaunt. It's drop your cover. It's get rid of those rules, get rid of those masks. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's so powerful about the work that you do. It is a very serious subject. You, you are a psychotherapist. You've got, you have a background with some abuse, you know, some pretty heavy, serious things and you can laugh and you can bring in that joy. And I think that's really powerful because that's you. Yeah, that really is. And it really is the, the primary way that I was able to, to probably stay alive when I was younger, because there's many moments that were tricky. And, and even in my darker periods, there was always somehow a sense of humor there. Somehow. I like that. Now, the next step of flaunt is AU, the golden center of flaunt, and that's about accepting unconditionally. What do you think has been the hardest thing in your life to accept unconditionally without all of that metal chatter? If only this would have been different. If I could only just tweak it this way. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, gosh, there's like so much to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, you can pick more than one. That's okay, too. No, I'm like, well, where do we begin? Right. Um, you know, even though I work with angels and life is, is uh, a million percent better than it used to be, my, <laughs> my, my dragons, my demons. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I needed a blank space to edit that out. I'm c- coming off of a cold and it just hit me bad. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. okay. I forgot what I was saying, though. Um, 
coming off of a bad space. Your demons. Yeah. So, so angels, even though I work with angels and life is like a million percent better, there's still times where my dragons rise up and they try to take over. And sometimes they're successful for like a week and, or, but it's not 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) Like the way that it used to be. And so, you know, for me, it's just allowing myself deeply human and dark moments without feeling like I always have to be angel lady for me and for everyone. And that, um, to, to learn to really celebrate that. And I've gotten a lot better about it. And I feel like by celebrating it and acknowledging it, that's why it's now (laughs) maybe two weeks, depending on what's going on, but it's not 30 years. Like I said, and I think so many of us, we, we beat ourselves up when, when we're having those human moments and, and, uh, and we need to just chill. Yeah. And I love that you said that. And and I love, I love that. And I hope a lot of the listeners today really hear what you said. You are as in tune as they come and you still have tough moments and it still can derail you. And that's okay. You can get back on track. Yes. And I'll tell you, um, it's one of my pet peeves in uh, watching spiritual teachers, spiritual communities, give the impression that they have it all together. And then people feel like, oh no, I'm not always talking to angels. I'm not always elevated and I'm not feeling the bliss right now. There's something wrong with me and there's nothing wrong. Right. It's just, we're in a human condition here. We did, we signed up for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the humanity. This is part of, part of the struggle. But I feel like we all just really um and i feel like the spiritual community has to rise up in their ethics here and acknowledge their humanity their their perversions you know their their um all of these dark quote-unquote dark things that just make us human and it's okay so a lot of people um in my mentorships i mentor people in spiritual business and things like that they feel like they have to be perfect and cooked in order to have a message and that is freaking dangerous because we need voices out there now, not yes. 10 years from now when you're finally released your daddy issue. Sorry. Exactly. <laughs> My money blocks are finally gone. Now I can be a money, money coach. It's like, no, no, just get started now. Right. Right. And that moves right into the next thing, which is and navigate the negative. Life is all about navigating. And it's not that life is horrible, but stuff happens. Like you were saying, it's the human condition and all we have to do is navigate. What are some of your top tricks for navigating that negative? <clears throat> oh yeah. I think it just depends on, on what the moments are. But you know, what's ironic is like the, the, the biggest, when the biggest negative is happening for us, it's the hardest time to reach out for the support. And it's also the hardest time to pray and do all the, the, all the self-care. What is up with that? Yeah. So I feel like, you know, for me, I've learned to reach out, to just talk about what's going on at the very least um, with, with safe people, not people, not, not everybody needs to know all your business, but I am learning to reach out for support. Um, and you know, what's interesting, what, what an interesting thing is, is that if you are designed, so I am des- like, because of my history growing up, there's a level of, um, there's something inside of me. It's like a little dragon that 
likes to rear its head when things are going really well. Because ah. like a little chaos beast that needs its needs its little chaos, needs its self-destruction, needs its something. Like, give me some self-destruction. Give me something to work with here. So I find, strangely, some of my biggest triggers lately are when I'm having great success. Yep. Yep. That yeah. absolutely makes sense. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. So I just, you know, I talk about it and I do my best to do my self-care practices um, and if I can't do them the way that I usually can, I try and do a little bit. So I'll talk to angels. If I'm usually like, like digging into my invocations for like 20 minutes a day, maybe I'll, I'll just, okay, just do it for three minutes. Do something. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And that kind of brings up another question that I'm going to pop in here before we get to the T of trust in your truth. How much time do you spend a day working with the angels on self-care because I can, it's my guess that some of the listeners might've heard 20 minutes and they might think, Whoop, I'm out of here. I don't have 20 minutes a day to invoke angels. What? Maybe, maybe I don't need this stuff anymore. What, what do you suggest for people and how, how, what is a realistic way that listeners can start bringing the angels into their life? Yeah. Okay. So for me, I do 20, 20 minutes. That's like a long one. That's like professional level. But yeah. really, if you do like, you do like five or 10 minutes, it's really your freaking intention, you know, and you just remembering what you're doing. So if you wake up in the morning, often our first thoughts are like, oh, sh you know, shoot, what am I going to do today? What do I have to do today? As opposed to good morning, angels, good morning, spirit. You know, this is what I need to, you know, this is what I'd love to see happen today. And like, if we start our day with this, like this little, at least an opening, a, a speaking to, and, in, and if you have to invite them into your life. And so I'd like, you know, but I, I talk to angels all day long. I just don't do it ceremonial all day long. Yes. So you'd be driving, chatting them up, you know, doing your laundry. Doesn't matter. Okay. I love that. And I love how you said, um, just good morning angels, because I'm a hypnotherapist and I know about, you know, the subconscious mind and our subconscious mind is more open in the morning and right before bed. And yeah. wow, what a powerful way to just get into that subconscious mind, some positivity. Good morning, angels. I love that. And I do it at night too, by the way. <laughs> I say good night. And can you help me with this? Or if there's something that I'm really... Uh, something happened during the day and I'm kind of confused on what to do or I'm stressed out about something like, can you, can you just help me with the solution, you know, tonight or something often I'll wake up with the solution or I'll have to, I'll dream about it all night long or so. Hopefully I don't have to dream about it all night long, but right. I get a solution. So yeah, all day long. It's, it's, it really is a practice. It's a mental in mental agility to take your mind off of the, the kind of the crap channel and yep. start the dialing it up to the awesomeness channel. Yes. Yes. So important. And that leads the awesomeness channel leads me right into the T, which is trust in your truth. What is your truth? We all have a different truth, yet we all have a similar truth. And I want to know what is your truth? About what? About, about you. Oh, about me. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. And you can think about yeah. it. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so the truth, I feel like the truth is, is that 
I'm a complicated being and also so simple, so simple. I just want to have fun. I want to have fun and I want people in my life to have fun with. And, and I feel like that's a, and I, and I love me some freedom to do whatever it is that it takes to throw a party here and there. And, and so like my career is really about throwing angel parties for people. Yeah. Ooh, I really like that. So tell the listeners a little bit more about your work in these angel parties, because I'm thinking listeners are driving along going, angel party? I want an angel party too. (laughs) Tell me more. (laughs) Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first angel party that you can, that's easily accessible is the angel experiment, the book. You can get that on my website um, at corinnegrillo.com. Um, if you happen to be listening in December, you can come to the seven day miracle challenge board. That's our Facebook group. And you can watch all these amazing people having all kinds of cool angel experiences. And right now we're doing this program live, the 21 days of angel miss that's free right now. So, uh, you can find that there. And then once you kind of like, you know, get into the fold and, um, if you, you can opt into my email address or give me your email on my website. And then I'll let you know when the next angel events are coming. But there is a really cool one coming February 28th. Ooh. And that's an in-person intuitive angel healing retreat. So if you want to, you really want to do a deep dive, come to that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then what else? I'd like you to li- give our listeners a little bit more information about the book and the angel, you know, the, this 21 days Tell them a little bit more about what are the shifts that they can ask for to heal their life, you know, because I I think listeners might be thinking, are we talking physical? Are we talking mental? Are we talking career? So talk a little bit more about some of the miracles that others have had using this 21 day practice. Um, Well, the list is pretty long and growing. Yay! I know, I know. I just had someone email this morning that this, uh, she just is on day three and a, a family issue has been resolved on day three that has been going on for two years. She said out of nowhere, um, it's resolved and we couldn't be happier. And she said, thank you angels. Right. So those kinds of things can be resolved. Your relationships can really detox from the heaviness or from misunderstanding when you invite angels in to come and, you know, peace, (laughs) help everyone peace out and see the truth. Yes. Uh, you can do have physical healing. There's plenty. I I just saw someone this morning. She said she had physical, she was in her seventies and she said, uh, that her physical, she had physical pain that's absolutely gone. And she's like in the beginning, we just started this. So it's just a couple of days in. Um, so physical healing, they can help bring abundance to you. A woman posted, uh, it was last week about receiving a check for, it was like $14,800 or something. Oh my gosh. She took a, she, what's crazy is she took, she took, she took a picture of it. She said, guess what came in the mail? with the book, this came out of nowhere. I don't, she said it was unexpected 15,000. And she took a picture because the book and the check came at this on the same day. Wow. 
That's amazing. <laughs> I know, I know. And even in the book, I say like just your intention in reading the book, just opening up the book is going to kind of open you up to the field of possibility. But whoa, I didn't know that they were going to do preemptive strikes like that. <laughs> exactly. And go. Go. <laughs> here you go. Right. So that's what's so fun about uh, our Facebook community <clears throat> is that you know, for me, it's just like living proof every day that there's some cool stuff going on. And it's so important for us to just give it, just give it a chance. Yes. Yes. I love that. And then just something I want to clarify because I read this in the book and I think this is important for listeners too. Although the angels can help with every area of your life, although this 21 day is amazing and you can get a lot of shifts done, please don't approach this with like 15 different um, healings in the same 21 days. Cause that gets a little bit overwhelming. <laughs> Dear angels, I invoke you now to da, 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 and then do this litany of 47,000 different complaints because that's just, it's not that they can't do it, but focus in on one thing. <laughs> on one thing. Cause what ends up happening, you know, first of all, you don't want to get taxed. Yeah. So just focus on one thing because what ends up happening is other things get solved too. No matter what, other things will happen. Like, you know, this woman hadn't even done her invocation and she got a check for almost $15,000. Right. So, and I, I believe that the woman who had the family issue resolved, she wasn't even focused on that. Yeah. So other things get handled. It's like a domino effect, like I said, yes. of, awesomeness, of awesomeness. But the, but the goal is to just invite them into your life, period. Choose something if you have to, and things will, things will start happening. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So one more time, listeners, you can buy her book on her website, wherever books are sold. I'm sure new world libraries website, um, give your website address and uh, website, all that information. So people can reach out to you and find you. Okay. It's Corinne Grillo, C-O-R-I-N-G-R-I-L-L-O.com. And you can also find me on Facebook there. Perfect. And I'll put all that in the show notes as well. Awesome. Great. Okay. Well, any last minute words of wisdom about angels or life or miracles that you would like to share with my listeners? Yes. Um, there's, there's just something that they're kind of trying to get through. So I have to ponder. Yeah. Here. Pause. Let's, let's all pause and ground into that it's just i see this big word of hope hope and it could sound or seem generic uh, when i say that word but it's like everything to do with hope like there is hope believe in hope like hope 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 but like there is hope for every situation that is happening to you. They want you, it's like this testament of faith and they want you to believe in something that is better in that situation, the tricky situations where you especially feel stuck. So there is hope, but, but also it's going to take your, your connection, your faith and your energy to start moving in, in that direction. So it's like doors are opening Doors are opening, but you have to start moving in that direction. So have hope and do not quit because you're not alone. We're, none of us are alone. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Listeners, grab this book. 
jump on her website. At the very least, take a few moments right now and invite angels into your life and just be open and see what kinds of joy, awesomeness, healings, and shifts that can happen with you. I hope you all have an amazing week. I cannot wait to chat with you again next week. And as usual, don't forget to flaunt. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. That was so fun. Thank you. You're welcome. I will send you all the information when the show goes live and then, um, you know, you can post it and I'll share it out to my audiences and we'll get spread the angel love flowing. Spread the angel juju. That sounds great. I love that. Okay. You have a great day and we'll hopefully chat soon. I know. Maybe okay. with some tequila. Right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Always. <laughs> I have time to liven up these interviews, right? Yeah, exactly. That's the way to do it. <laughs> All right. Okay, take care. We'll see you. Sounds Bye. great. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome to Flaunt, Build Your Dreams and Live Your Sparkle. I am Laura Cheadle, author of Flaunt, Drop Your Cover and Reveal Your Smart, Sexy, Spiritual Self, a new book that was just released on November 5th by New World Library. And guess what? It's already been rated the number one bestseller in the nonfiction arena in the Denver market. So if you haven't already picked up your copy, do it. Do it now. You can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Tattered Cover, Books, Inc., IndieBound. Heck, it's even on Target and Walmart. You can get it on my website, Laura Cheadle, L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com. You can literally find it wherever books are sold. And what's amazing about this book, this is that book that gives you what it is you need when you have no idea what it is you need yourself. When you're thinking, I need a shift in my life. I need something to change. I'm not sure what I need, but I need help. This is that book. This book gives you whatever it is you need, even if you don't know exactly what it is that you need. Why? Because as a life choreographer, I help you take the pieces of your life and rearrange them in this beautiful, cohesive dance that brings you joy and passion and is fun and is beautiful and is amazing and fulfilling in every single way. So wherever you're at right now, jump online. You can get the book in paper, you can get it digitally, and you can get it um, as an audiobook. But grab a copy of this book because I guarantee it's going to make you happier, more centered, and just give you that whole sense of really feeling confident and comfortable with who you are and what you're all about. Now, even better, my 90-day Find Your Sparkle program is about to start in January. So grab that book. Go to my website, laurachetel.com, and prepare to have your life sparkle.